Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome back to Bucketheads, Land Grant Holy Lands College Basketball Podcast. My name is Connor Lamans, and I just got home from Ohio State's very impressive, very convincing 73-55 victory over the Wisconsin Badgers at the shot. The Buckeyes led by five points at half and then ended up winning by 18 in the second half. It really just snowballed way out of Wisconsin's hands in the second half. EJ Liddell had a great game, uh, 28 points, nine rebounds, four assists, two blocks, and a steal. He was great, but a couple other guys also had great games. Zed Key had 11 points and nine rebounds, so he almost got another double-double. Cedric Russell had seven points off the bench. Michi Johnson had an absolutely absurd stretch for about three minutes in the second half where he hit two threes. He had a steal and an assist to Zed Key. He had a ball that he basically turned over but grabbed his own turnover and then hit Zed Key with a a lob for an alley-oop. It was just absolute chaos, and it really just... It just it was the whole Michi Johnson experience in about three minutes. You had buckets, you had turnovers, you had him just sprinting as fast as he could. It was a really exciting second half. After the game, we spoke to um, EJ Liddell and Jamari Wheeler. We also spoke to Chris Holtman and Wisconsin coach Greg Gard. No Wisconsin players were made available after the game. Um, Holtman kind of talked about his team growing into their defensive identity a little bit, but that they're still a work in progress. Um, Liddell and, and Wheeler both talked about, spent a lot of time talking about their teammates, talking about Michi Johnson, talking about Justin Arns, um, a lot of good stuff in the press conference, so we'll get to that in a moment. If you enjoy this stuff that we're putting out after games, make sure to subscribe, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever it is that you use. If you want to follow along online, you can follow me on Twitter at Lamons underscore Connor, L-E-M-O-N-S underscore C-O-N-N-O-R. You can, you can follow the podcast at Bucketheads L-G-H-L and the website at Land Grant 33. We're going to continue to put out the press conferences as often as we can for all home games, and we put out regular episodes every Thursday afternoon. So without further ado, here's our press conference with both head coaches as well as EJ Liddell and Jamari Wheeler. Yesterday when we talked to Coach Holtman, he called Wisconsin an elite defense. Um, you pulled away in the second half and built a 20-point lead. What did it take to find success and shoot 50% against a defense like that? Uh, when we do the simple things and take care of the ball, I feel like we get a great shot every time. Just uh, like I said at the beginning of the season, we're going to keep building and keep getting better, and guys are going to keep gaining confidence. And that's what we've been doing, we've been doing uh, the past couple games. Everybody just uh, coming off the bench, making great efforts, and 
as we keep doing that, we're going to keep getting better. So getting the right shot. I just say I agree with EJ. Just once we take care of the ball first, how we had some turnovers that we didn't like that was on ourselves, like they didn't force us to. So once we take care of the ball, get good shots and execute like we want to, we'll get anything we want. You guys out-rebounded them by 21 today. How big of an emphasis was it to you know crash the glass, and especially against a team as big and physical as Wisconsin? Uh, we just don't, didn't want to give them second-chance efforts uh, all the time. We want to play good defense in the half court and finish possessions, and I feel like we did that tonight, boxed out everybody. All five guys on the glass, nobody leaked out. Um, and yeah, we just were, we wanted it more today, I feel like. In that second half run that you guys had, when you pulled away, uh, Michi had a really big stretch. He had three at steel, had the uh, breakaway. What is What did he give you in a moment like that? EJ, you talk about guys coming off the bench and lots of guys contributing. What did he give you in that sequence? Yeah, Michi is still a young guy. I mean, uh, last year he came in for like probably two months late in the season, still learning. but. As he keeps getting more confident in himself, and um, he's going to be really good for this year, and he's going to help us out a lot. EJ, Chris had been kind of vocal about uh, just your improvement in terms of turnovers and things like that, and I'm curious. I mean, you had two in the first half, none in the second half. Was there an adjustment? Was there a conversation that you had, or, or like was it just kind of a mindset? Uh, I wasn't really aware of how many turnovers I had, so uh, the coach just said something, and it was like I'm like the non-guard leading the nation in turnovers and that kind of kind of stuck with me so uh we watched some film over all my turnovers uh, correctable things just being stronger with the ball and i felt like uh, i was doing that tonight and, and, and you mentioned it, like more success will come when you hold on to the basketball and especially with i mean you still continue to get the amount of attention a lot of attention in that second half and i'm curious i mean what changed was there a mindset change was there something you saw differently it was uh, I think just being more aware, uh, looking at film, looking at correctable things I could control. Uh, some turnovers I can't control, just trying to play in crowds and everything. But uh, a lot of turnovers I can control, and um, I'm going to try to keep working for that in the future. Um, following up on, on Michi, how do you guys feel like his pace and, and his ability to, to change speeds sometimes kind of changes the way that the game feels out there? Uh, really good. Like that's uh, one thing we work on. Like just to change your pace. Like you can't go one speed, especially in the Big Ten. You gotta learn how to change your pace. And once he like he learned how to do that, and he's just gonna keep getting better. And, uh, Jamar, you have a, a unique perspective because you, you've been in rooms where you've been scouting EJ and trying to stop him, and now you're playing alongside him. Just what what do you make of the way he's playing right now? Uh, great. Keep playing the way he's playing. <laughs> he's playing like a dog, <laughs> and we're just gonna keep following. Keep keep playing to his level. You didn't score until in the second half until nine minutes in. Did you feel like Wisconsin kind of shut you down in there? And then, what, if if you do feel that way, what were they doing to kind of limit you? Uh, they they definitely sent a lot of people at me every time I touched the ball. So uh, I feel like I was helping guys. I mean, creating other shots for guys. I feel like when I draw a lot of attention, uh, other people open. So I don't have a problem with not scoring. Uh, I'm gonna take it advantage of it when I get opportunity. But uh, when other guys are open, I'm gonna let them score. I'm not a selfish player. Never been. Hey, you guys, it's been talked about, maybe not enough, about Justin kind of improving in other areas of the game than shooting Justin Arms. Um, you probably don't know this, but Davison hit his first three shots today. He missed 10 of his next 11. Since you guys practice with him and you see him every day, how has Justin improved in other areas of the game, and how much does that help you guys when Justin's on the floor shutting somebody down like, like Brad Davison? Uh, yeah, just the improvement and just Justin being in more shape and getting stronger as the uh, years have been going on. Uh, he's been trying to become a two-way player. I mean, uh, people said he was a liability, but he's showing he can really play defense now. So I said this at the beginning of the year and probably like the 
first media day that Justin is really becoming a two-way player. So as the year keeps going on, he's going to keep getting better. DJ, if you, if you just look at their stats, uh, Davis and Davis do a lot of the scoring for them. And I'm just curious, I wasn't in your scouting report or anything, but did you think if you controlled them and made it tough for the other guys to contribute that you would have a better chance to beat them today? Uh, we knew how important those guys were to the team, but we just focused in on everybody. Uh, when Davis got the ball, we just know we got to load up on him because he wants to go score the ball. But just as a whole team, we had to be locked in on a scouting report because we do a lot of switching uh, throughout the team. So everybody had to know everybody's uh, tendencies. So. EJ, last year you guys pulled out these jerseys for the Wisconsin game. You talked afterward about you couldn't lose when you wore jerseys like this. So it gave you superpowers. Are you guys excited to <laughs> Were you excited to wear them today, and did that have any impact on the game? Oh uh, yeah, Justice Sewing was in the locker room upset because he was like, "Man, y'all look good right now." So <laughs> yeah, these uh, I love these jerseys; they're really dope. What does it feel like to, to take a win like this? You guys have a week off now. Uh, you're ten games into the season. You got a four-game winning streak. Big game with, with, with Kentucky a week from now, but you have a little bit of time to reflect. What do you think this next week will show you about what you've done through these first ten games? Uh, these past three games, it was it was a gauntlet, really. Uh, we played a good mid-major team Wednesday, Sunday we beat Penn State, a really good team at their place, and just this whole next week we're going to keep getting better and uh, learning, do some recovery probably tomorrow. And uh, next game is on my birthday, so I'm looking forward to that a lot. Yeah. Mark, you, you guys uh, now have a win over number one dude, a win over Seton Hall, and a dominant win over Wisconsin. When you guys see what you did there in the second half to pull away, how much confidence does it give you to see how well this team played? Uh, when we're on our stuff, I feel like we're the best team in the nation easily. Uh, when everybody's doing the simple things, making the right plays, taking the right shots, I feel like uh, we could be up there with anybody. So. Time for one more over here on the side. How you doing, man? Good. And after a 28-point uh, performance, and uh, Zed Key had a couple of big plays, man, where uh, he does a lot down low. You feel like his presence down low uh, takes, a, takes a little pressure off maybe some of you so you can kind of, you know, step outside and be a facilitator while he takes some of those pressure off down low? Yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, when Zay gets the ball in the post, he calls, I mean, he brings a lot of attention as well. And uh, when he gets it, I feel like it's a bucket every time. Uh, I saw somebody call him like Key Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, when Zay gets it in the post, I'm always looking for him high lows. Uh, he holds great position, he's very strong, and he's going to keep, keep improving as the year goes on. Thanks, Brandon. Um, obviously, uh, you know, credit to Ohio State. Um, I thought EJ Liddell was really good. Um, you know, I thought we got a little out of sync in the in the uh, middle part of this first half. Um, out of some things offensively, which is credit to them, and they got rolling a little bit. Um, you know, we're able, never able to get back into a, a rhythm offensively like we have been in. So, um, you know, we'll learn from this, watch the tape, and uh, try to continue to get better. Questions? Greg, it feels like there's been a pattern of a tale of two halves in some of your games, and you've come up on the upper end of most of them, but this time it didn't happen. Is that a pattern you've noticed, and how do you kind of rally back and work on that moving forward? Well, you'd be more consistent in terms of how you're executing offensively and, and you know, playing through the post and making that a playmaking position is always a priority, and we didn't do that near enough for the X number of possessions that we were we had tonight or today.
Chris, uh, we did talk about the offense, but the defense in the first half, I know Ohio State turned it over, I think, six times. They struggled early, but did they get too many high-percentage shots maybe in that first half and then in stretches in the second half as well? Yeah, I mean, they shot 58% first half, so, you know, some of those are at the rim. What, how, what's correlated from our offensive end? What type of shots are we taking? Is it giving them broken floor opportunities? Um, you know, so I, I'll be able to dissect that even deeper, Jeff, once I go through the tape. But I, I didn't think we were nearly as efficient in what we were doing on our offensive end, and that affected us. Um, you know, I thought we were decent defensively, and we they ended up a little over one point per possession. But um, you know, I thought offensively we were. Uh, out of out of sorts for the majority of the game. Well, front row here from the left. When Duke was in, they talked about Ohio State getting points from places that they didn't necessarily expect. Um, today, Russell had I think seven in the first half. Mishi Johnson had a period in the second half. You're obviously concerned with Orange on the perimeter and Liddell mm-hmm. inside. Do you find that to be challenging when you play them that they have the capacity to get points from guys that you might not necessarily prioritize on your scouting report? Well, I think it's challenging for anybody to, you know. When you have an inside-out presence, um, you know, like I mentioned, that we didn't uh, establish enough of a one. Um, they obviously, you know, with Zed is always a problem. Um, he's a heck of a player, and then EJ does what he does, so that puts pressure on you. And then, yeah, if you have some other guys, make some plays around it. Um, you know, whether it's Russell or uh, I thought we did a decent job on Aaron's. You know, for the most part, we didn't let him get loose. We were pretty attentive to where he was. Um, but they had other guys step up and make plays, so that's a credit to them. Abby? Greg, you've talked about all season how your defense has really kept you in the game. You've touched on it a little bit, but did you feel like your defense was just not as strong today, or was it more the offense that just kind of lost it for you? Well, numbers will probably tell me that the defense was adequate. Um, the offense was not. So if I look at points per possession and those things now, what causes that? That's what I'll evaluate the film with shot selection. You know, who was taking shots when, where was the ball, did we touch, change sides of the floor, did we touch the post, uh, all those things that go into it. But, you know, we weren't, uh, you know, when, again, you've heard me say many times, if you're not doing the things you need to do to help your defense on the offensive end, it makes defense harder to play, specifically if you're playing in transition. And we, they were able to get loose a couple times in transition too. Around the middle. You've talked a little bit about some toughness on, on both sides and the, the way that Ohio State um, rebounded today. Uh, did you? I know that could be a misleading statistic sometimes, but did you think that was indicative of how this game was played? Well, when we shoot 33%, there's a lot of misses to go get. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I look at offensive rebounds. You know, we we didn't uh, you know go secure enough of our misses, obviously, um, or go. You know, I'll see the the film of what we did, but um, obviously Kyle Young is, you know, he's rebounded since the day, well since the day he stepped foot on campus. So that's not a surprise that, you know, guys like him gobble up 14. Jeff? I got kind of a little off the game. Um, Chris Bowen, obviously, can you comment on, I don't know, we'll hopefully we'll talk to him, but what, what effect that might have had on him just based on everything that's going on back in his home? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, our thoughts and, and prayers are all with people, not only in Mayfield, but um, the other four or five states that were impacted by last night's storm. So um, I talked to Chris before the game, and his family was all here already, uh, so they weren't home. Um,
but it sounds like mo all of his friends, from what he had told me before the game, were safe and were okay. Um, you know, so obviously downtown, if you've seen any of the videos or the pictures, is pretty well destroyed. So um, you know, he's uh, um, obviously our thoughts are with all those people back there that are having to deal with that. Do a couple more questions here. How are you doing, Coach? <clears throat> so the last game against a ranked team came came with uh, Houston. Mm -hmm. Today was a, a chance to add to that victory, but obviously it didn't go your way. Before that, uh, the next game before that will be January 3rd against Purdue. What does the team have to do to prepare for that uh, longevity? Have you covered me very much? I have. Have you? Yes. Where are you from? Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, I really don't get wrapped up in rankings. It's so not about I the rankings, it's more like... Um, preparation into the national well a, a preparation will be the same it was the same the other night for Indiana as it was for today and our preparation will be the same as we get ready for Wednesday I don't even know who we play when you're talking about we play Purdue down the road okay yeah. Thanks. Thanks, I, we, I think we got games before then that I'll have to worry about and lose sleep over before but I, I don't get really wrapped up in rankings um, what I get more concerned with is I watch tape good team you know we played a good team today um, and we'll play more good teams coming down the road we're a good team you know we just need to continue to grow and get better and become more consistent last one here Abby yeah Greg how much of an impact did it ha have on you having two guys out with illness and then the foul trouble that kind of happened I mean, we've dealt with that you know we've had injuries illnesses part of it you 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 deal with it you uh, Next guy gets an opportunity to step up, other guys. So I don't think that was uh, um, at the top of the reasons why we weren't successful today. That was that's down quite a ways. All right. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. All right, guys, uh, quality win over uh, a really quality team and, and program. Um, you know how, uh, how good Wisconsin is, how consistent they've been, um, and uh, how well coached they are. Uh, obviously, they had an emotional win a couple nights ago, so I think uh, I give our guys a lot of credit. I thought uh, outside of the turnovers there early <coughs> and some of the sloppy plays, uh, on that, uh, in that particular area, I was really pleased with uh, our effort here. And uh, most importantly, we had a good week. We had a good week. Had a road win, uh, tough win in the middle of the week, and then finished up with a home win. I know the points per possession were about where you guys have been all season, but you put up the what you put up in the game, what you get for EJ against the defense you told us yesterday, you considered elite. What did you like about what you got from your team at the end of the court? Offensively, you're saying? Yeah. Um, you know, listen. I think um, Adam, we've we've um, we've been really outside of our turnovers. We've been, you know, one of the best offensive teams in the country, even in spite of our turnovers. Really, um, and we have a top ten offense again. Um, we'll see if it can be consistent with that, Adam. Um, but our versatility on the front line really hap uh, helps. And then if our guard play can continue to grow. I thought we had some good moments from some of those guys tonight. Um, that will that will uh, really help us conti to continue to have an elite offense. 
when EJ is scoring the way that he was tonight, and we've seen it at times this season, but what does that do uh, as far as taking maybe some of the burden off some of the other guys and, and just like letting guys find their roles instead of having to play out of their comfort? Yeah, you know, he's he's a, such a weapon. I mean, the kid can roll out of bed and get you 15 or 20. That's just how he's wired. And um, um, he's always been that way. And we've been able to move him around and play him in a lot of different positions schematically um, with his increased versatility. And I think that's what helps because I think if you just put him in one spot, one or two spots, um, uh, that's going to limit him. So uh, he's really taken advantage, I think, of just uh, his uh, um, the fact that he's gotten a, a lot better and improved, and uh, his teammates' ability also to find him in different spots and move him around on the floor. Coach, some of this was obviously they missed a lot of shots today, but you guys ended up out rebounding them by 21 today. How big of an emphasis was that, and just how important was that, given that on paper they're a bigger team than you guys? Yeah, no, I think. <clears throat> Yeah, we, we tend to make a lot of a lot of uh, a big deal out of big big guys. Um, um, I, yeah, I, I think the and I and I get your question because for as you know, our two biggest keys right now or two biggest challenges have been defensive rebounding to start the season, as you know we talked about, and turnovers. And so it was a I, I appreciate the question because it was a major point of emphasis. It's kind of how they, I think, were able to get back in the Indiana game a little bit. Now they're, you know, every team's different at home, um, but that was a major key is keeping them off the glass. Um, and I thought our zone helped us. You always worry about that in a zone. I thought our zone helped us, but our defensive rebound and our turnovers, those are like the two areas as coaches right now where they, we've got to figure out how to get better in those areas. And Coach, EJ just told us, he said, uh, when, we, when we run our stuff, I feel like we're the best team in the nation easily. I just wonder, what's your, what's your uh, reaction to that quote, and, and what do you make of that, that confidence from EJ and, and how you guys are playing right now? Well, I mean, I, you love conf I love confident players, but I haven't seen every team in the country, and I'm just worried about can we be the best version of us. But if I, listen, I'll take a confident player uh, over a, a, a player who doubts himself any day. I love confident players. You were so the defensive rebounding and turnovers today were not issues. They've been issues with yeah. Florida, Seton Hall, a lot of teams. Yeah. Those qualities, to me, epitomize a tough team. How do you rate a tough team? And do you think you are a tough team? or you? We weren't early. We were not early. Got bumped off plays. Um, today, early? today, early. We were not. No, we were not. We were, I thought we were, we were not. And it's, it's my fault. I thought we were really soft with the ball early. Really soft with the ball early. Some of those turnovers were caused because they're they're physical, but I thought early we were we were really soft with the ball, um, and it's again it's we've got to play better and, and we've got to I had obviously didn't get that message across we tried to to our guys, you know we rounded into form and played with more force offensively, but still 14 turnovers that's higher than I'd like for it to be to be honest with you, the defensive rebounding was good today it was good. When you were up six or down six or whatever it was early, it was turnovers and it looked to me like you were taking too many threes, which I think if you ask Greg Gard, he'd like you to take a lot of threes and turn it over. Then you started driving it from the post. Was yeah. that something you adjusted in the timeout or just did better off the free game scouting? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I agree with you on um, attacking the paint for sure, but um, in the turnovers, I don't know that we were taking too many threes. Um, we're always going to take a lot of threes. You know, I think we talked about that. That's always going to be a part of our style and how we play. 
I think it's a really important part of the game. But we do we can get a little three happy at times. I don't know if we were in that stretch. Maybe we were, but the turnovers were an issue. With EJ, it's I mean the two turnovers early, and they kind of found his rhythm a little bit. Yeah. Had possession. I mean. How important was that to see that much improvement, especially with that being the emphasis for EJ over the past? Yeah, because we, we've talked to EJ and, and Ryan Peden put a chart together um, looking at uh, you know guys at his position in the past and turnover rate and those kind of things. So EJ's aware. You don't want to you know you want kids to be aware of it and understand. Hey, these are specific ways they can get better. I, you know, at the same time you want him. He's got to play with some aggressiveness. So it can't just can't freeze him up. You know, there's a balance there. It's like a quarterback throwing interceptions. You know, I think there is a balance. You don't want it to take away from his aggressiveness. So I think that's that's going to be a challenge for him. He's he's handling the ball way more in positions than he, what he did last year. So his turnovers are naturally going to be increased. But he also had four assists today, uh, which were good to see. And I, he's, take, he's getting better in that area. And I guess defensively, especially, I mean, limiting Wisconsin to like 33% shooting, was there a different level of aggressiveness? It's not like you guys forced a lot of turnovers, but it seems like they were getting a lot of difficult shots. They were. I thought they um, they made some tough ones early. Um, Davison, he's a really good player, and they made some really tough ones early. Um, you know, I know it's going to be – we're going to go back there. It's going to be a completely different game in terms of, of how they shoot the ball. They missed some open ones, but they also – I think we were forced for some tough ones, and again, our zone zone help. You uh, you touched on your front line versatility a little a moment ago. Um, EJ, obviously, and even to a certain extent, Kyle, I think, have done a pretty good job of kind of decking it and attacking from the perimeter yeah. into the rim. Like both of those guys, just just how much of a weapon is that for your offense? I think it's so important in today's game to have versatile front line guys. Um, I just think it's if. It's so important because it gives you flexibility and freedom in your offense. I don't think you can have a top 10 offense and elite offense without, without versatility on your front line, the ability to deck it, and really in some cases be you know, three-level scorers. So we, we, we continue to try to recruit that way with the versatility at the forward position. Now Kyle's really grown. Obviously, we talked about his shooting, but also his ability to deck it. But I think you're right. I think it's... Um, it's so important if you're going to be able to attack defenses. And uh, Michi had a really nice spurt there in the second half, a couple threes, steal, yeah. assist. Um, and there were other times, too, where it just it felt to me like the pace that he was playing with kind of changed the dynamic of the game a little bit. I know, I know he's still very young, but when he's on, like, how much do you think he has an ability to do that? Kind of I, I liked – you mentioned his pace, his speed, but I also thought he changed speeds tonight well. Had a really good play on the break where he just made simple, easy plays. Um, you know, I think we're seeing growth out of those young guys. Malachi had a great week. He struggled tonight, but had a great week. Um, um, I think we're seeing growth out of, out of those young guys. Uh, but we also need a guy like Jamari and Cedric to give us, you know, at times just some stabilize us a little bit. And those guys, those guys did that. Um, but yeah, I thought I agree with you. I thought Michi made a couple, making a couple shots that were. Kind of time and space threes where he had a chance to get his feet set. He made some good decisions. Um, made a really good pass on a reject uh, to set in the first half. So really happy for for him. I guess zooming out a little, uh, your two and zero in conference play before Christmas. Uh, what does that mean to you? And as you got back into to uh, non conference play, what I guess what does it mean to have those games in your back pocket? You know, I just it's important to get off to a good start. You know, it's I think uh, we've been 2-0 once or twice here, maybe. Uh, 
before, but it's it's nice to get off to a good start. Um, you know, but the schedule has ebbs and flows to it, right? You know, you have stretches where you play more road games in a, in, in a while. So I don't really make too much of, um, you know, makes your Christmas a little better. Um, you know, that's for sure. But um, outside of that, um, you know, it's just, it's, it, I don't make too big a deal of it. To get through those two games and to get two wins in conference play with, with the young guys playing it the way they did in those two games, how important is that to be able to, once these three non-conference teams are over, go back into conference play to look at this game and say, look at this, this is what you guys did in those two games, not get it translate. Yeah, I think it's really, I think it's really important. Um, getting those guys, young, guy, young guys experience in league play, you know, at Penn State, <clears throat> which we knew was going to be a tough game because any road B Big Ten game is, um, you know, I, I think that it's really important that those guys, and it's not just the young guys, but outside of Jamari, it's, it's the new guys like Cedric who have never played against Wisconsin or haven't been on the road in the Big Ten. You know, we're going to run into some incredible environments. Our young guys, I think it helped us playing in some really good ones. And it just helps those guys getting experience here. Early in the season, before everything started, you talked about wanting to have consistency offense, defense after last year. You wanted mm -hmm. to be top, you know, whatever, in both. You got some good stuff from Miki today on the defensive side. I got some good stuff from Justin today. Do you think this team is starting to find their defensive identity? Are they, are they where you want them to be or just kind of still getting there? We're a work in progress, but uh, we've been better on that end uh, this year. Um, our numbers would suggest that, and, and we have been, but we're still a work in progress. You know, it's still a challenge. Uh, Jake's doing a great job at, uh, um, um, with, with um, um, our system, but uh, we're still a work in progress because uh, we were, we had our work, we're coming off our worst defensive effort of the year. So we've got to be more consistent. Guys. You know, I think it gives them some uh, some confidence. Uh, I think they, they they were able to listen. Our, our group, um, you know, being down 15 at home to the number one team in the country, coming back from that, uh, I think certainly gave our groups uh, some needed confidence. Uh, EJ mentioned that, uh, but listen, you're only as good as the way you perform on that given night. So there's no guarantees uh, towards anything, but certainly to be 2-0, uh, to play well, to beat a good team at home uh, feels good and I think gives our guys the belief that if we continue to get better, um, we can put ourselves in position to win. Talk a lot about the schedule this season just because of next game just gets tougher and tougher. How quickly does the attention shift to next Saturday and how is the team doing with all these tough games? Yeah, you know, this was a busy stretch here. You know, I think we all needed a mental break. I know I need a mental break and a couple cold beverages for sure. Um, so I'm sure that our players need a mental break and some Gatorade. Um, I just, I just think it's been it's been a rough stretch. We'll we'll turn the page really to getting better. We have finals this week, so it's a big week for them academically. We'll turn the page to getting better. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about Saturday. We, we know it's going to be a, a road environment in a lot of ways and uh, playing, a, playing an elite team. But, you know, let's enjoy this one here for a moment. Chris, it's set. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Adam. I'll defer. All right. Uh, 
I know you probably got your guards where you want them, but if a little Chris, a Cedric Russell is good, is a lot better, or you kind of don't want to upset the apple cart there? Yeah, no, I think uh, just he's got to keep playing well and earning, earning, you know, the right to to, to play more. And uh, um, I think um, you know we have some young guys that that are going to continue to play. Cedric really stabilized us. You know, I didn't think Ced was as ready to play last game. I thought he was really red, ready to play today, and he was terrific. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think that'll be pretty fluid throughout the season. You mentioned finals and the chance to catch your breath a little bit. You have a week to reflect on being 10 games in. What, what do you think you're going to spend this week doing? Where are you, I guess, taking stock of your team through 10 games and actually having the chance to do some analyzing? What, what do yeah. you think this week might tell you about where you a lot of film study of our own team. I think I'm spending three days recruiting. Um, so my week will be consumed really with those two things. Three days recruiting and then a lot of film study of our, of our team and, and uh, looking at ways that uh, uh, maybe we can we can improve in those areas. And we've talked about the turnovers. We've talked about the young guys. talked about all these different things that you've had to adapt and deal with to get to this point of the season. You've had to sort of change course with the justice injury. To, to be sitting here right now and, and you're eight and two, and you're two and zero in the Big Ten. Uh, what has it taken to overcome something like that? And I know you're not a finished product; it's a long season, but it could have gone in a very different direction when you lose yeah. a player like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been really pleased with. Um, uh, I think two things, Adam: the leadership of, of our group. Um, I can't. I don't want to over uh, under, underestimate that. I think when you combine Justin, EJ, Kyle, now Jamari, who's kind of those guys have taken a real leadership role. Been really pleased with that, and I think that's so important. You know, when you start out and drop a couple, and you struggle on the road, and you know, um, so leadership. Been really pleased with that, um, and I've been really pleased with with our progress and uh, the fact that we have we have we have gotten better. But um, you know, we, we've got to keep you know we've got to keep improving in those areas. But yeah, to be to be where we're at right now feels good given the loss of, uh, of uh, I think, a couple really important players. But obviously, we know how important justice was to us last year. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks,